Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova Williams here for another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, I'm always going to do this in the beginning of my podcast moving forward because um, I think this is uh, uh, something I need to always talk about. I want to thank everybody that's supported this podcast to make it uh, one of the top podcast in the world on mental health uh out of 100 podcasts it's out of 100 top mental health podcasts in the world we are number 53 i want to thank everybody for that because at the end of the day this uh is not possible without y'all listening now just because this is the black men's mental health podcast this is not only listened to by black men also uh white women are listening to it black women are listening to it other people are listening to it so i appreciate everybody that listens to it so please don't think i'm alienating anybody because this is about black men's mental health um this is actually a podcast to help everybody out to understand what's going on in black men in our culture for one in our society uh you know you you have people that fear black men because of the stereotypes or you have our black women that are 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 are, are have bias and things like that or people's views so hopefully this podcast is helping and with the interaction i get from people it is um this also helps me to prove you know i everybody that knows me knows i do something called podcast guru where I'm talking about how to make money off podcasts and stuff like that. And now having a top podcast in the world, not, not in the country, in the world on mental health, you have really helped me to solidify that and and really to show I've been working hard and, and I appreciate y'all. So um, with that said, this one's going to be a, a controversial one because at the end of the day, I'm going to be talking about pregnancy. Now, I know some people are going to sit here, some women are going to say my body, my choice and stuff like that. And, you know, I do believe that. I do believe it's your body, your choice. But at the end of the day, there's other factors that I do have a problem with. Now, Let's be honest, um, you know, let's start. I want to say the things that are going to say towards negative, towards what I'm saying. You know, yes, we live in a very male dominated world. Uh, men are the ruling class. Men get paid higher. You know, yeah, there are there are, uh, you know, discrepancies in in pay for men compared to for women compared for men. There are unfair treatment. Yes, yes, yes. There are all of that. But. What I'm talking about has nothing to do with all that. Okay. See, I just acknowledged any argument that anybody's going to say. I acknowledge that. But I'm talking about this one right here when it comes to pregnancy. Now, as a black man, we sit here and, and black men are described as deadbeat fathers. But let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about why being what the reasons are for that idea you know what i mean now back in the 70s early 80s women were given incentives 
not to have the man in the house to get benefits. So at the end of the day, what was happening was people were having babies like they always do, but there was no incentive for a woman to not be with her man or to make it work. Uh, let's be honest. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black man. I'm going to be real. A black woman holds down the household. She's the one that keeps it together. When a man's a knucklehead, she's the one that holds him down. Back in the days, relationship and, and togetherness was something that was chosen. They didn't, there was no other choice. I was going to make my relationship work regardless. That was the mentality, especially in the black community. Um, so, um, and woman was the one that really held it down. But over the years, you know, government gave incentives for women not to have a black man in the house. You know, government assistance, the more money you get. And, and then they started child support, getting more child support, which it was another detrimental to a black man gaining wealth and, and building and stuff like that. So, with that said, we're here in the 2000, 2020, we are here. So at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, we're here right now. So let's talk about this. When a woman and a man engage in sexual act, right? That's one decision. But after that decision, we're not part of it. Right? So. It is okay for a woman to go out, have a good time, right? Make a mistake or not even a mistake, you, you know, whatever, you know, but after that, it's all on us. We take the blame, but we don't have none of the decisions. So let's do a scenario. You go out to a club, right? You meet a woman, you drink a little, you go back to our house, you both have sex. You both have unprotected sex, right? Cool. Now. A couple of things can happen now on both ends. The man is stupid for a raw dog and a girl. You know what I'm saying? For going in her unprotected and ejaculating in her. You know what I'm saying? Right. So she's also wrong for allowing that man to enter her unprotected as well. So they both to blame at this point. Right now. Now, but at that point, there's no more decision for you as a man. Right. I'm sure nobody goes, I've heard some crazy stuff from females in my first experience. Oh, he got me pregnant. Oh, uh, you know, or even before, oh, I hope you don't want to have kids because I don't believe in abortion. Like all, all this stuff, crazy stuff. So cool. So after you have sex with her, right? At that point, it's not your decision, right? Even if you say, all right, you know what? We made a mistake. Hey, here's the morning after pill. Oh, I'm not taking it. What do you mean? Oh, because, you know, at the end of the day, I don't believe in putting nothing in my body. Okay. Then she gets pregnant. Oh, I'm not having an abortion. Okay, well, is it at your choice at that point? I mean, but I mean, it is. You want to have a kid? Cool. So then it's like, oh, well, we're going to have a kid and, you know, yeah, you don't have to beat it, but you're going to pay. Then she puts you on child support. Now, if anybody knows the child support system, it's very unfair. And at the end of the day, if you don't pay your child support due to any reasons, they will suspend your license, all that. So it's just a whole thing of, of, of thing, you know, but let's back it up. So let's say a woman does have this baby, right? She has this baby. She can decide legally not to keep it. 
It is lawful for a woman to have birth and leave the baby in the hospital or drop it off at a fire station or the police department because she doesn't want the baby and she has no responsibility as that at all. She has that right. That's her right. But you as a father, if you say, okay, well, you know what? I don't want this baby. I don't want to support it. The court's going to say, hell no, you have to support it. Sorry. So where on earth is that fair? Where on earth is that truly fair? fair? Now you have this young man or this man, whatever, that doesn't want a child that made a mistake but gets none of the benefits of the child. Now, women say, oh, well, I take care of the child. The child's with me. I'm not getting no financial support to support that child. I'm not getting no food stamps, EBT, WIC. I'm not getting none of that to support the child. I got to pay out my pocket and not even, and it's not even a agreed amount. It's not even like a, oh, okay, well, at the end of the day, this month, I can only give a hundred. No, no, it's like that amount is taken automatically out of your check. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like there is no discussion. And for you to adjust, you got to go to court. But a woman could decide, well, you know what? I don't want the child or, or, you know, cause at the end of the day, oh, well, what about paying for that child to live now? If, and, and this, this is going to be controversial when I know this. So I'm saying this, but <laughs> that woman is going to be living in her house regardless. Like, let's say she got a one bedroom, a one bedroom apartment, right? Is she paying more because the child's there? No. Half of the time, these women get Section 8 or if they don't want it, they get cheaper housing. Now, I'm not like, so let, let me go back because I know people are like going to be bad at this. I'm not saying that there aren't mothers out there that, you know, don't, you know, that I know a lot. I've heard a lot of black women say if he wants to pay, that's on him. But I made the choice to have this baby <clears throat> and that's my choice. So I'm going to take care. Now, if he wants to be in her life or his life, that's his choice. But I'm not going to force him. I respect that. I respect that because at the end of the day, you're giving that man a choice without the while give him consequences because you made a choice. Like there's choices on both sides. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not exonerating the man for having unprotected sex. But at that point, that's the only choice he has. After that, all the choices go to the woman. So at the end, that's what it's about. It's about we have one choice. But think about it. So everybody's having sex, having a good time. You're encouraging women not to have uh, abortions. <clears throat> you're, 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 you're killing Planned Parenthoods, things like that. So at the end of the day, of course, statistics are going to be more kids born because the narrative is, oh, single met parents is okay. Because that's what they tell our black women. They give them incentives to have babies. So now we have all these kids without fathers. Now, Please, I am not saying that there's any excuse for a man not to be there for a child. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it's okay to be a deadbeat dad. I'm not saying that, um, you know, people are causing people not to be responsible. But let's be honest. At the end of the day, it's also very hard for a man to be a father, a 
father to a child when a mother is bitter. A lot of times the parents were in a relationship and the mother's just bitter that they're not together. He cheated or something happened. I'm going to put on my child support. They use it as a weapon. So, and they talk about them. Oh, he ain't shit. He ain't this. He ain't that. When he's really trying to do a good job. So at the end of the day, it's like, you got to understand black men are attacked, especially when it comes to child support. Because how can I work if you live in a state like Florida, right? Let's say you fall behind your child support, right? Not because you're Debbie's, because, you know, you, you switched jobs or something happened. You lost your job, especially during the pandemic. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs. Now, all of a sudden, they suspend your license. You can't drive, but you got to drive because you got to look for work. Then get pulled over. Now you got a suspended license felony on your record, or you fighting that. You got to pay. I mean, it's a it's a it's a ending, never ending cycle to keep you in the system. Now don't get me wrong. There are some dudes out there that are deadbeats and deserve whatever they come that come because they're just on some dirty stuff. But most of the guys out there are good guys trying to handle their business that want to be there for their kids. Every black man is not a deadbeat dad. That is a stereotype that's ridiculous. And we have to recognize that. But we get no choices. Now, you can sit here, of course, people, well, that's applying to every man. And, and that's fine, but that's not what this podcast is about. I'm talking about black men, our community, and, and the things that, that have been done to us that just in that just uh uh enforces the oh, every man's a deadbeat dad, follow this homes. And at the end of the day, parents are not a single parent. You're not a single parent when the father is there. Look at the even the interpretation. You know what I'm saying? They only talk about co. I hear a lot of co-parenting in the white culture, but when it comes to black culture, she's a single mother. No, she's not a single mother because at the end of the day, the father is there. Because a lot of times they get mad because the guy can move. Oh, he has the freedom to move on. He's move on with a new family. Okay, you can move on too. How many women are out there in relationships with guys with other kids in it? Come on now. But because he did, it's a problem. We have to sit down and really have a serious conversation about what it is to really be a single parent and the choices that black men don't have when it comes to having babies. We don't have choices after the sex. So the the only resolve we have is don't have sex. That, that's what you tell a man. You, you, your only choice is to have sex or not. Don't have sex. That's what we're told. Don't have sex. Because <clears throat> that's the only choice you have. Because after you have sex, at that point, you have no other choices. You got to take responsibility. So don't have sex. But woman, have sex. Have a child because, you know, you can always go after the father for child support. You have choices. You can take the morning after pill. You have choices. You get an abortion. You have choices. You can give up the child. Or you can keep it. You have all those choices because it's your body, your choice. Your body, your baby, your choice. <clears throat> so I get it. Fairness is. I shouldn't be have to go to anybody to have an abortion. It's my body. You're right. At that point, you know what? It is in you. But after it gets out, 
Ain't your body your choice no more. It's the child. You have the right to give it up if you want to. But if I, if I say, hey, I don't want to be a parent. I'm not ready for that. I don't have that choice. So at the end of the day, you have to understand that it's very unfair. And it, it, it helps with this deadbeat father because people are trying to have fun. Whatever. And, and like I said, I'm not trying to negate that a man shouldn't be out here just cleaning his thing and putting it in. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm not. Trust me, I'm not. Like, don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, in my life, I've had been part of abortions of women. You know what I'm saying? Not like a crap load, but, you know, a few that, you know, we've had to make those tough decisions dating, you know. And, you know, we made that decision together. And I respect those women that we sat down and we made that decision together. So <clears throat> I'm in no way I'm lucky because any other one could have said, oh, flip you, Cass. I'm going to have a baby. And then I have more babies than I do now. But I was fortunate enough to, you know, be involved with women that valued my opinion. And we sat down and we discussed it. So I've been fortunate. I really have been. Because at the end of the day, you know, my life I have now would have been a lot harder having outside kids. You know, so I was fortunate. But a lot of men aren't. You know, a lot of men aren't. You know, and I think it goes to the type of women that I was dating. You know, I was dating college women. You know, at the time I was in college, um, you know, so, you know, and like I said, it's not a whole bunch of abortions. There's a few, a few too. And so, you know, um, so, you know, they were college women and you know, they wanted their careers and they knew they f knew a kid. You know, we weren't in, uh, you know, uh, our relationship was good. But don't worry. But yeah, anyway, that's another story. But, uh, you know, we decided that, you know, this was the best thing for both of us. You know, but when you got a lot of these uneducated young mo mothers out here, or these young women out here having babies to keep the man or having babies to spite the man and, and the grandparents and the saying, oh, you know, all that stuff. Complicates things. You know, I was fortunate, but some these guys aren't fortunate. You know, so um, I just, you know, I just want to people to understand that, like, black men are not deadbeat daddies. That's not the that's not true. You know what I'm saying? A lot are put in situations that they never want. They made a mistake. And, and see, that's that's how we are in America. Let's be honest. You know, white people can make a mistake. Go to the judge and they say, you know what? You made a mistake. It's okay. Like uh, the woman, the woman cop that accidentally pulled out her gun and shot the black man. But she claimed it was uh, for her taser. It was a taser. She met for her taser. The judge sat there sympathetic about, oh, she made a mistake two years in prison. Like, so people get more in jail, like, like, like that, uh, that perplexes me. <clears throat> it's okay for her to make a mistake. It's okay. A mistake. So only two years in prison. There's a lot of guys that get caught up in stuff by mistake, and they get five, 10 years in prison for the mistake. 
See, that's what it is. Our counter, our our culture counterparts, maybe that's why I call it a white culture counterparts, they can make mistakes and it's okay, it's forgiven. We making mistakes as a black man, hell no. I'm gonna hold you liable for the rest of your damn life. 18 years holding you reliable for the mistake. Now, <clears throat> I'm not saying there shouldn't be consequences for people's mistakes. There should be consequences. But the mistakes for us is 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 lifelong. I mean, people are pu being put in jail for 20 years for like minor uh, first-time offenders. Kids are being put in jail for 5, 10 years, and they're minors. They're not saying it was a mistake, but a white kid rapes a woman. Oh, you know, we, you know, this is going to mess up his kid's life, so let's just give him a light sentence. I mean, do you understand that as a black man, we can't make mistakes? Because every time we make mistakes, it is dire. We can't have fun make a mistake with a woman and say, oh, you know what? That was a mistake. Nope. Mm -mm. A woman could do that. Oh, that was a mistake. Let me throw away the kid. They had that choice. They had that choice to, to, to make a decision on their mistakes. I keep hearing the same narrative of, oh, well, if they didn't want a baby, they shouldn't have sex. And you are right. <clears throat> Excuse me. You are completely right. If you didn't want the baby, you should have sex. You're right. But at the end of the day, a woman is allowed to correct her mistakes. If she makes the mistake, I made a mistake. I you know, messed up, you know, got drunk, went out there, had a good time. But, you know, a woman is allowed to correct her mistake. She has time to think about her mistake and say, oh, you know what? I don't want this baby. She has several stages she could make it even to after the baby is born. She could say, I don't want the baby. But you as a black man, you don't have that right. You can't make mistakes in America. Like Bill Cosby, R. Kelly. Now, I'm not defending their actions in no way. I'm not saying it's okay to drug women. I'm not saying it's okay to do what R. Kelly. I'm not saying that. But at the end of the day, as for black culture, what has Bill Cosby done for the culture? He sent so many people to college, made them see a different way of black life. R. Kelly wrote some of the hottest R&B songs of all time. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of this... At the end of the day, all of that is wiped away because they have mistakes. Charlie Sheen had has AIDS and has fucked so many women, but at the end of the day, he's still a superstar. Woody Allen, you know what I'm saying, married uh, uh, married his stepdaughter that he was grooming since a young age and married her when she turned 18, but it's okay, but Woody Allen is one of the greats. Elvis married a 14-year-old girl, but it's okay. Phil, uh, 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 Lou Hefner, uh, you know, uh, slutted girls out the Playboy Mansion, fucked them all, all this other stuff, but he's okay. His legacy is safe. But at the end of the day, our black people make a mistake. Their legacy's done. Oh, I'm not watching uh, Cosby show. Oh, I'm not. I'm not listening to R. Kelly songs. But white people still jamming Elvis. He's the greatest. People still watching Willie Allen movies. People still support Playboy. See, so you understand as a black man, you can't make mistakes because you make mistakes is done. 
There is no mistake. I made a mistake. We have white NFL rapists and abusers, but you know what? They're still in the MVA. What's his name? Uh, 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 fought some dogs, and he was freaking, his career has never been the same. So as a black man, do you understand? We cannot make mistakes. See, that's life is to make mistakes and grow to be a better person. That's what life is about. But as a black man, you're not allowed to make mistakes. You're not allowed to make mistakes. Let me repeat that. As a black man in America, you are not allowed to make mistakes. Because at the end of the day, you are either you're you're perfect or you're done. There is no middle. Once you're in the system, they want to keep you in the system because you're a criminal. Because that's all they think of you anyway. See, that's the problem in America. Let's not sit here and talk about you know, the pregnancy thing. That, that is a problem. But at the end of the day, as a black man, it comes down to you cannot make a mistake. Because they will make you pay for that mistake. Whether it's with your life, jail time, your credibility, your character, they will destroy you for that one mistake. I think I'm going to end it here. I'm getting a little riled up. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, I appreciate everybody that has been supporting Black Men Mental Health Podcast. I support everybody that has been, you know, hitting me up in the inbox. Don't think I haven't seen your your, um, messages. Um, I appreciate the, I forgot the email, the gentleman has sent me ideas. So you'll see that some of your ideas I have talked about and in future podcasts, I will talk about that. Um, so just keep listening. Um, but yeah, I appreciate everybody, man. You don't understand how blessed I feel when it comes to, um, doing this podcast. Um, this podcast, I'm in my office right now. I redid my office. Like I have a building with my media company, all that stuff. I haven't even been in the office in like a few months, you know, um, because I've been doing, going through things and doing what I need to do to get better my mental health. But I'm back in my office again. I redid it. I got TVs on the walls. We're telling me different things. So it's, it's definitely great. So um, just a different atmosphere. I wanted to do my podcast and you know what I mean? Um, but um, I do appreciate everybody. I mean, you don't understand being 53 out of the 100 top uh, podcast in the world, mental health is is, is an honor. And <clears throat> a year ago, I didn't see this coming. I didn't. I couldn't imagine my life would be what it is today. Um, and that's really because of y'all, of people that supported the podcast and supported me. And I appreciate that. Trust me, I really do. Um, you could check me out and everything I do on CasanovaWilliams.com. Um, definitely go to blackmansbeltoff.com where this podcast is up there and information on, uh, on black men's mental health. And I try to keep it updated as much as possible. Um, you know, check out my other podcasts, your RCB talk with my calls, Ms. O, uh, you could check out my, um, other podcasts, mini advice 
podcast guru. Also, my new podcast coming out pretty soon, Success Life Coach, because I do a success. I'm a success life coach, so I teach people what it is to be successful. I just uh, dropped a new book a few weeks ago. That was a number one new release on Amazon, so definitely check that out. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Also, if you're interested in podcasting, you know, um, you know, soon I will have a podcast certification. Um, I have three books that I've just uh, that are released, Volume One, Two, and Three, on uh, podcasting, easiest press and play, and it'll be up. Uh, probably the next few weeks so definitely and, and check out uh, videos interviews and stuff like that that got coming okay I appreciate y'all until next time